Well, Lawrence, just briefly back to, to Wednesday, Conti Cup game, um, draw but losing on, on penalties. What, what did you make of, of getting a chance to see some players that, that maybe hadn't had as many minutes this season? Yeah, that's been something we've really enjoyed with the Conti Cup. Um, you know, you've got to find positives in what that looks like. Um, it was great to see, you know, Sile, uh, our centre-back that we haven't really seen featured much. He's had a few little injuries that have kept her out, really, of contention. Um, and kept her on the bench, and I think she had a a game which she grew into, which was which was nice to see. So in terms of individuals, there were some some good standout performances. I don't think as a as a team I can really celebrate the performance because it wasn't there. It was too transitional, um, and we didn't really have much control in the game. So I think those are the things we came out of it. But as on an individual basis, I think there were some some positives to take from it. Because realistically, if you're going to compete over a long period of time in WSL level, you've got to have that competition for mm. places. So it's important that that these sorry not only put the best foot forward, but really do give you some selection headaches for, for when you're selecting teams for the for the league. Yeah, the um the finishers and the and the bench players have, have really shown that they can make an impact when they come into the games um to date. So that has to continue. So we have to make sure that they're ready to do so. Um and I think we 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 could see that some players could step in and uh, and make a make an impact. Mm. Last game before you get a little bit of a break over Christmas. How happy are you with the progress that you've made from the very first game of the season through to where you are now? I think the the biggest thing that we've been celebrating is the performances. Um, and in a weird way, the the 5-0 at City at halftime at, at, up at Man City was, was a wake-up call that we needed. Um, and since that point, even in the second half of that game, I think we really saw a shift in mindset to how tough the league is and how ruthless it can be. Um, I mean, Man City were rampant that day and in the first half and it could have been a lot worse and and other teams have seen that situation since then. So I'm pleased that that happened early rather than late. Um, But since then, I think that and then the Arsenal game were two real big moments for us. Um, Keeping Arsenal out and and getting really frustrated was, was key to it. And then, you know, we can't help but Love that away day at West Ham where we've we've broken out and it, and everything's come together. So I think as as the time has gone on and this kind of the story of our season so far, the performances have lifted as we've done that and um, we've started to now show that we can adapt to teams and that was pleasing at Liverpool at the weekend that we changed our shape a little bit, we changed our press a little bit and that actually caused a problem. So we've probably done a bit of a journey on how the team looks and that's something that I really enjoy doing and the team do as well. So. You know, from our culture and our environment, and how much the team feels engaged—that's you know, that's wholly there. And I think that's one of the big things you need when you're fighting down the bottom of the table is the team behind everything that you do. And, and I feel that we've got that because that certainly the Man City half—it could have gone either way, couldn't it? And I guess as a coach, you you, you think you know the the mental resilience of your players, but until they actually get it tested, you don't know for certain. No, and we've shown it in the leagues before, but obviously with a new a new group, you know, a few additions to it, you never really know what that looks like. And we've seen the resilience in that game. We saw the resilience in a West Ham game coming from behind. Um, so, you know, that has been something across the three seasons so far that I've been here, that we've had. So I'm pleased that that has continued. Yeah. So five points, I think, from your last three away games. Mm-hmm. Fantastic return there. Now it's just about getting it the way you would like it at Ashton Gate. Yeah, and I think, you know, we've played at Ashton Gate 
bar the Leicester game, um, off the back of pretty much Conti Cup midweek games to London. So there's been quite a bit of a a visual difference in those games. They've also been against top teams off the back of a, a, a tired, leggy road trip, especially when we played Arsenal in Conti Cup. So I think it's happened again this week. We've got Chelsea at, at home after a midweek game. So look, everybody has to play in the cup. I get that. Everybody has the same situation. It does have an impact and you just have to find a way to make it less of an impact. So that's what we've been trying to input as well. So hopefully this will be the strongest physical performance we'd be able to put on based on what we've learned to date. So you've played quite a few of the top teams here at Ashton Gate, but now you've got the the, the reigning champions coming to, to, to your house. It's um, it, it must just be an exciting prospect, I would imagine. Yeah, it is. Um, because we're... You know, in a, in a in a goodish place because we picked up points last week, um, and I guess you could say Chelsea sandwiched in between um, Champions League games is a lot that they've got to think about, and off the back of a loss and a draw, but I think we have to be you know foot feet firmly on the ground with this one. You know, there could be a day that they just absolutely turn it on, and and that'll be a difficult um, day at the office if you like the, to try and stop all of those different type of attackers they've got. So, yeah, it's great to have them. I think we're in a good place. Um, and it, hopefully it'll roll us into the into the new year where we get to, you know, host West Ham and, and some of the big games that we're, we're looking forward to as well. And, and none of the decent crowds for, for Sunday as well. It, how much of a part can they play if you do end up being under the cosh for you know, however long it is? Yeah, I think we saw it against um, Man United was probably the best that, it felt with a big crowd um, because they found, they felt like Bristol City fans there that um, they were behind us right until the end and that's been the case there's never they've never faltered uh, in the in like I say the two and a half years and even when it's tough right now they are with us until the end of the game um, cheering screaming singing some great songs so yeah it's a huge impact and it's you know much much appreciated and you know the more they get behind us when we have attacks and and uh, when Chelsea have attacks and we prevent them, those two things are really, really key to us. Thank you very much. Thank you. Good luck. Good. Perfect. We'll come to you now, Megan. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah, all good. Hey, Lauren. Hey. Um, I was wondering about some housekeeping stuff, injuries, all that kind of jazz. Um, what can we know looking forward to Sunday? Um, if we go based off of last week, really, if you look at the league game, we've got... Um, Carrie Jones is back. She had concussion off the back of camp, so she has returned to training, which is great. And she played on Wednesday. Um, and there's and there's no new injuries, so cool. Yeah, good. Oh, right, well, that's positive. Um, I wanted to ask about Amelie. She's she's got five goals now in the league. I mean, she's leading the team in terms of goal scoring. What what is it about her season? Like, have you seen any changes? now like with her or just in training or like what do you think it is that's just sort of changed in her game that's that's gotten her to this point um she, she's got great standards she enjoys what she does she like has fun every time she steps anywhere near a ball uh or the pitch so there's those two things I think our environment allows that kind of to grow um so I think since she's been here she's felt supported she's got confidence um that always helps when you score a goal you get confidence so I guess it's like the chicken and the egg a bit but I think when we were looking at signing Emily the big thing for us was she was getting into some great scoring 
opportunities for other teams. She was creating a lot. She had the runs in behind. It just hadn't happened for her. Um, so a goal scoring was probably lower than what it would have been if you'd watch her game. So we just saw a huge opportunity with a talented player and we thought we could be part of that process. So, yeah, I think, you know, she stepped in. She's got great standards and she enjoys what she does. So it's, it's good fun for all of us then. Yeah, and um, just looking forward to Sunday because I'll let other people ask some questions too. But, I mean, defence is going to be probably the most important thing with Chelsea. Um, How have you tried to prepare as much as you possibly can for this game, especially out, off the back of Reading? You said you were disappointed with conceding a goal so late. So, like, what's the message you're kind of giving them in terms of preparing for that? Uh, but when we come up against the like top four teams, we always look back at what we've been doing against top four teams and where we've had successes. And we look back then really at Man, Man United, Arsenal, and what got us through quite big chunks of the game. So that's the preparation really is making sure that we're hard to beat. And that's something that we pride ourselves on and we continue to. So celebrating blocks, challenges, um, preventing attacks, those key things really. Um, but so we just know what we're up against and it's um it's very much like you say stay stay grounded well no sorry well yeah good luck on sunday and um yeah Thanks. good luck basically uh we'll go for bbc now hi lauren how are you sarah here from the bbc hi um i just wanted to start by asking kind of what you've made of chelsea's season so far well it's it's <laughs> My my thoughts on Chelsea season. Um, they have had really good times and some tough times as well. I think that you know that they are in a tough situation, perhaps with knowing that this is the the last season with Emma at the helm. You know, wanting to be doing that with pride for her. You know, it, it adds some different pressures, perhaps that they won't be used to. And also, you know, they're they're continually chasing that Champions League success as well which um which adds a lot of games to the season so i think you know that they've got a really strong and deep team which um can hurt you a lot on any given day so i think they probably haven't got their best yet um and i hope that they don't until after christmas and in terms of the upcoming transfer window are you looking to bring anyone in and if you are what kind of positions are you are you targeting yeah, we we were looking at bringing um, a couple of players in to add to our our squad, really, and ideally it would be great if we could get some players that aren't playing some minutes in um in the championship, perhaps. So we are looking to make a few changes right now. That there's a there's a few options really, and and nothing really cemented. So um, other than probably we we have to review our goalkeeping situation. Um, yes, we've got Liv um, and Benedict that stepped in on a short-term basis, but we need to make sure that we are pushing towards the end of the season. So that'll be something we will be looking to add to. Thanks so much and good luck for Sunday. No problem. Uh, we'll go to Sandra now. Hi, Lauren. I hope you're well. Um, just following on from, from some of the stuff you've been saying there to Megan in terms of, the, you know, you know, celebrating the successes of the blocks. I mean, I've noticed, obviously, the last two uh, league games against sides in the uh, top of four, five, if you want to put it that way, you're conceding less. And you are pretty much giving these top, when you're in those matches, you're giving the likes of Man United, Arsenal, and obviously Liverpool most recently a run for their money. I mean, how much confidence can the team take from that? And particularly when I 
that Man United game, keep it shut him out certainly for you know for a good bulk of the game. I lost you a little bit there, but I'm going to try and fill fill in the hello? gap. Um, hello. <laughs> Uh, I'll try. I'll try and answer the question. I think you asked. Um, so, do you want me to repeat the question? Uh, I don't know if it'll help because it's still happening. Um, I'll give it a go. You can tell me if I miss anything. Oh. Um, so I think with, you know, that we definitely take confidence. We take, you know, celebrate those moments where we've kept, you know, get Man United out until later into the second half. However, that's still never going to be enough for us. You know, we want that to to. To be something that lasts the ninety minutes, we want the 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 zero against us. So yes, although we can learn from those situations, you know we were frustrated after that happened, and that's the attitude that we want as a staff team. Because if they're not disappointed that they've switched off for a moment or they've managed to outdo us in a moment, then uh, then where do we go from there? So yeah, we want to always put things right, and that's really where we go to next, and that'll always be the challenge against the top four teams. And what's the mentality of the players going into this match against Chelsea before the end of the year? It's it's always hard to tell. Um, what we've got is a is a great group of players uh, with attitudes and uh, excitement all of the time. So it really doesn't feel very different whether we play in Chelsea at home, West Ham away, Conti Cup home or away, um, because they're always ambitious, ready to go, excited by it. So I guess if that ever went away, that would be when I wonder what's happened. But right now I can, I can hear they're in the next room and I can hear them like Ed's laughing. You can hear them as well. Like they don't stop. They're, they're a great group. They all get on very well. And they're, um, they're particularly playful this afternoon, I think. That's great. Good luck this weekend. Thanks, Lauren. Thank you. Uh, we can go now to girls on the board, and then we'll go to to you, Sean. After that, hey Lauren, good to see you. Um, I was going to ask uh, Chelsea played Hacken um, yesterday, and they seem to have particular difficulty breaking down the kind of defensive block of of Hacken. Did you kind of see that game, and, and does that kind of give you 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 hope that you can sort of frustrate them as much as as Hacken did? Yeah, you know, you have to look at those moments and celebrate. You know, you could look at it from two different outlets, I think. You can go, well, Chelsea weren't on their game last night, perhaps being option A, or Hacken defended really well and disrupted Chelsea's flow really well. So, you know, we've gone towards the latter because we know that Chelsea's quality is there and it's there every game. You know, they don't just lose that overnight. So um, they can pick that back up at any point if we're not switched on. So I think for us, it's looking at Hacken and going, look how well they disrupted the flow and ensure that when we look at our defensive game, we start to do those things as well and um, and, and cause problems from that point of view. And and then I, I guess it's just about that counter attack and making sure that when you get those kind of opportunities moving forward up the pitch that you kind of are clinical with them. Yeah, and, you know, Wednesday's game against um, Reading gave us quite a lot of counter-attacking opportunities because it was end-to-end um, which is not what you really want on a Wednesday night before Chelsea, but it was end to end. Um, but it gave us a lot of chances to, you know, look at what works, what doesn't work, um, what we need to support around the the counter attack. So yeah, absolutely, that's going to be part of the game. Brilliant, thank you, and good luck. Thank you.
Hey, Lauren, just two from me. I appreciate there's probably never a good time to play Chelsea, but some of them coming off the back of a heavy defeat and then frustrating draw midweek. Is this probably a better time than any to be playing them? I, I I don't want to say yes to that because of the obvious reason that they need to go and turn it round. Um, and I'm sure Emma's not happy right now with the, the last two performances and the outcomes of the, those performances. So um, you could say... It might be an opportunity. I hope it is. On the backlash of that, they might be coming out to to put things right, and that's that's quite a a scary position to be in as well. So for us, we have to just focus on our game. Um, whether they turn, you know, they turn up with firing on all cylinders or not, um, we have to make sure that what we do, our standards stay high, and our performances continue to to increase. Um, and then, as long as we look after our house then hopefully things will fall in place. One final one for me. 2023 has been a massive year and coming into the final game now. How do you sum up this mad year for you? <laughs> You've just done it. It's mad. Um, I've loved it. Um, it has thrown challenges at me uh, and the team and the club left, right and centre. There's been so many changes from going from one league to the other. Obviously, amazing moments. Um you know, lifting the trophy. But I think more than anything, it's just it's just fun. You know, it's mad and it's fun. And uh, that's what football should be for, for most of us. So we do enjoy what we do. It is tough at times when you find that the people that you sur surround yourself with help you through the tough times and then you get another mad, crazy moment, which is what we look for. Thank you, Lauren. Good luck. Thank you. We've got time for a couple more. So we'll come to uh, from the spot next. Then we'll go to Andrew. And then apologies if I've forgotten anyone else. Uh, you can jump in after Andrew. I've not got anything to ask today. Okay. That was Reese. Who's next? Anything from you, Andrew? Um, yeah. Uh, hi, Lauren. Um, I was wondering if you had any um uh just wanted to get your thoughts on um the reaction of um uh the promotion of uh, Rebecca Welch uh, the referee who's set to um become the first woman to referee a premier league um fixture and especially given obviously there's been um a lot of controversial comments made um across uh, by uh, former Bristol Rovers manager Jerry Barton as well around women's involvement in the men's game so i was wondering if you had any thoughts on on, on Rebecca Welch's uh, uh, promotion to the Premier League referee? Um, I'm pleased for her, you know. I think it's well-deserved. She's good enough to do it, so allow anybody in any situation the platform to do it. So I think it's as simple as that. And anybody that stands or not even stands in the way anymore wants to speak out and be in the way are just being left behind. So for me, you either get on board with it or get left behind. It's that simple. And and to be honest, um, Joey Barton's comments are, are something I'm not really interested in because giving him more time to air that is part of the problem. Brilliant. Thank you very much for uh, your answer. And uh, another uh, as well, um, uh, Lauren James, um, with of your opponents, uh, Chelsea this weekend uh, has um, been subjected to some um, uh, uh, online racist abuse this week. Um, just you know, obviously on a, a human and as a coach level, like just how difficult is that? You know, when you if it happens to one of your players, and and how do you approach trying to protect 
players from terrible, like receiving such terrible abuse? Uh, there's just no, there's just no room for it. There's no space for it. I think again, it goes down to the fact that it's allowed to happen and it shouldn't be. Um, if it was to happen to any player, not just my own players, I think anybody within the game or anybody that had come across from a human level, like I think it's it's not acceptable and we have to make sure that there isn't a platform and that doesn't get celebrated um, in any way either. So, you know, my thoughts to her, uh, I hope she deals with it well and, and I know that the whole game would be behind her in anything that she needs from us, but, you know, there's absolutely no room for any type of discrimination in my eyes. Thank you very much, Lauren. Uh, sorry, Dan, if yeah, you want to jump in now for, for the final question. Um, hi, Lauren, hope you're well. Um, just one from me. I just want to ask about the Aggie Beaver-Jones reunion because um, everybody says kind of, you know, Everton did a great job in the development last year, but obviously let's not forget that kind of Bristol City started that off and, you know, I suppose I think she played every game for you in, 21, 22 as well. So what was she like to work with and what have you made of her development since? Aggie's great. I think you probably tell by the smile on my face. Um, you know, watching her career develop and her as a person develop has been just great to watch because uh, she came to us as a very young footballer, you know, just 18. And you could see it in everything that she did, you know, and, and we were part of the process. And that's what we hope to be is part of the process for these players that go and play on the top level. Um, and I know that she'll carry on growing, but she's, she's a great person. And she came to watch quite a lot of our games last year as well in the championship. So um, I know that she supports us as well. And, but I know that that won't be the case on Sunday. I just hope that we can maybe remember how we how we defended against her in training so that if she does come on we can go ah that's what she does and uh, and and hopefully she has a doesn't have a very successful game against us but then goes on after that point to carry on smashing it because i'm i'm so pleased for her that she's managed to get herself into that squad get onto the pitch and you know emma to rely on her week in week out is is so pleasing to see because she she is a, a phenomenal talent 